Morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of Dhiran Chinnamalai, one of the heroes of the Polygon Wars who waged a constant battle against the British in the Congo region of Tamil Nadu. While 1857 is often regarded as the first large-scale revolt against the British rule, there were many local localized revolts that broke out. One of them was the Polygon Wars down south between March 17, 1990, July 1905. This was one of the bloodiest revolts ever faced by the British fought primarily in Tamil Nadu and the Malabar region and contrary to what most historians claim the British did not have an easy run the Polygon wars were the most serious serious and bloodiest challenge to the hegemony the six long years saw a large number of losses on the British side and they had to taste defeat in many a battle and the major players in the Polygon wars actually challenged and outwitted the British head to head in some cases it took some cunning and treachery to capture and execute these warriors The Polygars or Palekars or Palayakars as they were called were primarily small-time chieftains who rose to prominence during the Vijayanagar Empire. Renowned for their fighting capabilities, the Polygars were the sword arm of the Vijayanagar Rajas and most had their own private armies that did duty during major battles. Also, the Polygars were well acquainted with the latest artillery and were trained by the French and in the end most were done by the betrayal of fellow chieftains. Some of the legends were Veerapandya Kattabomman and Kerala Varma Pachasi Raja. One such great warrior was Dhiran Chinnamalai born as Tithakiri on April 17, 1756 at Malayapalam in Erode district of Ratna Swami and Priyata. He had an elder brother Kulanda Swami and three younger brothers Tambi Kilothar and Kutti Swami and Parvatham his younger sister. His grandfather Kotrabad Sarkarai Mandradiya was one of the larger landowners and his father looked after their lands in Malayapalam. While Kulanda Swami and Kutti Swami were involved in farming Tithagiri along with Tambi and Kilothar took care of administration and safety of the villages under the jurisdiction. Along with his brothers, he was well trained in the martial arts, archery and horse riding. They also took part in village panchayats and learned how to settle family and land disputes. The Kongu region then was then part of the Mysore kingdom under Hyder Ali during the later half of the 18th century. The Diwan Muhammad Ali who was in charge of tax collection followed rather unfair practices sometimes even grabbing lands. Tithagiri and his brother confronted Muhammad Ali between Sennamalai and Sivanmalai and recovered the taxes he had forcefully collected. A furious Muhammad Ali threatened them that Kongu being under Hyder Ali, the consequences would be severe. Tithagiri shot back saying Kongu would not accept Hyder Sulu and was capable of governing itself. And this is when he got the name of Chinnamalai when it's believed he said to the state of the Diwan, I am Chinnamalai who reigns between Sennamalai and Sivanmalai. Hyder Ali as expected struck back sending an army to Kongu to attack Chinnamalai. However, Chinnamalai routed Hyder army on the banks of the Noyal river. This only enraged Muhammad Ali even more and vowed to break vengeance. Knowing Ali's intention, Chinnamalai himself began to build up his army. However, Hyder was more preoccupied with the Nizam British and Marathas with whom he was in constant conflict and so that attack number took place. When Tupu Sultan took over in 1782, he adopted an even more aggressive policy towards the British. And in order to fight against the British, he requested the Tamils of Congo to help him out. Dhiran and his brothers responded to that assault with their trusted commanders Vilappan and Karuppan. Chinnamalai himself was the commander of the Congo regiment in the Naiso army and, and took an active part in the third and fourth Naiso wars. However, with the death of Tipu in 1799, Chinnamalai returned to Congo along with Karuppan. Vilappan, however, was captured by the British and he later became an agent. Chinnamalai had the benefit of receiving French training during his stint with Tipu Sultan. On his return to the Congo, Chinnamalai built a fortress with Odanilai and settled there along with his army waiting for the right time to strike. 
He also reached out to the rulers of Malabar and Salem, hoping for an alliance against the British. Recognizing that Chinnamalai was a great virgin, the British tried to get him to sign a pact where he was promised favors in return for accepting their sovereign deal. He, however, refused to sign the pact, fully knowing it would result in war. Chinnamalai's defiance annoyed the British, a man with no title, technically not a ruler, yet refusing to accept his sovereignty. This when most of the Rajas had surrendered to them. In 1801, they sent a troop of soldiers under Colonel Maxwell, however, Chinnamalai, having caught dead marks with the attack, defeated the British on the banks of the Noyal. Maxwell returned again in 1802, and a long siege of Odenalai fort ended in total defeat for the British, and Maxwell, Maxwell himself was beheaded. The British, too furious, waited for the right opportunity, and they got it in 1804 when, during a particular day, Chinnamalai and his entire army would be attending the Arsalur Amman Temple festivities. They felt this was the best chance and sent an army to capture Odenalai under General Harris, who had led the campaign in Mysore. Chinnamalai, however, got the news and stayed back out the fort with his contingent while some went to the temple. Harris was taken by surprise when he attacked the fort, and Chinnamalai stormed out throwing hand grenades, forcing Harris to retreat. The British were now more determined than ever and built up a huge army to take down Chinnamalai with one from Kalikuri and cannons from Madras. With 140 cannons and 30,000 men, Harris attacked Odenalai and surrounded the fort demanding Chinnamalai to surrender. However, they found that the fort was abandoned and also found a note from Velappan whom they had captured. The fact is, Velappan was acting as a double agent for Chinnamalai while on the British side. Harris executed Velappan and also raised the fort to the ground using cannons. Chinnamalai and his brothers now lived in exile at a place called Karamalai near Palani, often using disguises to venture into the towns. And one of the persons they would often meet was Nalappan, a cook who gave them refuge and food too. It was this very Nalappan who would betray them to the British, informing them of the whereabouts. And on the night when Chinnamalai and his brothers were having dinner, Nalappan signaled the British, who stormed the house from all sides. And enraged Chinnamalai strangled Nalappan to death before the British captured him, his brothers, and their commander Karappan. He was taken to the Sankargiri fort and a 4% tribunal demanded that he pay taxes and accept the British sovereignty. With Chinnamalai refusing to do so, he was sentenced to death. And on July 31st, 1805, Dhiran Chinnamalai, his brothers and Karuppan were all hanged to death at the Sankargiri fort. And another person of India gave up his life fighting for the British, Naman.